like, share, subscribe, get paid, follow me, but don't be creepy. Today is Monday. This is XTS and I have a question for you. Do you know anything about medical science? I know next to nothing. But the guy I'm with, he knows everything there is. Well, more than I do. It's Monday. It's Medical Monday. And we're with Mr. Masango. Welcome, man. Yeah, hello, hello, SJ. Are you good? I'm all good. All good, man. All good. You're good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Like, yeah, you know, it's the pandemic is dying down. So, yeah, I'm good. I'm oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting less zombies by the day. And that's always good. Now, as I said earlier in the intro, I know very little about medical science. So, I'll leave it to you. You're the captain of the ship. So, we should be stopped. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Okay, okay. So, you see, a lot of people don't understand. Like, if I walk into the street and I tell you that, look, I'm a medical scientist, you'll be like, what do you do? Like, because people don't understand where we fit in, right? In the whole system. Yeah. It's the same. So, the way, the way I can describe it easily it's like uh when you go to a drive through kfc to buy the chicken right then you forget that someone is cleaning the chicken someone is cleaning the chicken someone is you know frying the chicken then you just because you see the cashier and you think that okay this guy the cashier is the one who's doing my chicken right but there's a whole huge team that is behind that is doing a lot of things right so basically that's what we do so if you go to to your to their hospital like uh to your doctor most of the time uh a patient is unconscious right doctors are not miracle workers they're not gonna look at you and think okay you might have diabetes or you might have cancer you see so that's basically where we then fit in we have a team of uh, what we call flabs, phlebotomists. They take, they come and draw your bloods, and your bloods come to the lab. So, ah, uh, you won't see me because I don't really, you know, I'm not, I don't have direct contact with the patient, but I have direct contact with your bloods. Your bloods, they come to me. Then from your bloods now, I can tell what's going on. I'll phone your doctor, and then I'll say, look. Your patient is these abnormal results. It could be this and it could be this. Then we discuss what's the outcome and what's best for you. So basically, that's what I do as a medical scientist. So I look at the scientific side of things. I have to determine what's normal and what's abnormal. And I have to suggest the treatment to such things. That's basically my job. So most of the time now, as a scientist in the labs, like you see, every day we were talking of numbers, like the COVID numbers, like today the numbers are 20,000 and stuff like that. Somebody was doing the testing. Someone was up there looking at the swab, running the swab, releasing the result. I was one of those people. And I'm still one of those people. So yeah, we work hectic hours, we work hours. But the, the thing is, we have to do it for the patient because 
we got in this profession for the passion. So yeah, that's uh, the other side of me, apart from being a comedian. <laughs> uh, so you're the secret agents of medicine. Nobody knows who you are. Undercover. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, that's it's, why you guys uh, have the an... white suit. Yeah, we do. I I do wear like a lot of makeup. So yeah, I I can send you like uh, some if you want to put pictures. I'll send, I'll give you pictures. Of the yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. No problem. No problem. So since you like basically at ground zero of what the COVID counter is, the zombie apocalypse, everything. Uh, what do you think about people making videos about the masks, like showing in their perspective that the masks don't work? What do you think about them? Not about not the masks if they don't work or do work. What do you think about the people putting the videos on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook? Okay, so uh, if you follow me on uh, on Facebook, I recently wrote this other I wrote something on, on Facebook where I was saying that uh, you know the difference between the real world and the social media world is on social media everyone thinks their opinion matters but that's not the fact because you know the Facebook those are free apps anyone can join whether you have a driver's license you have a metric or what your opinion you can just give your opinion but that's not the real world if you come and want to give me video advice, I want to see what is your qualification. You understand? So that's the other side of things. So yes, you see these opinions, people give you opinions like, uh, why are we wearing these face masks and stuff? There's a, there's a little funny example that I saw where someone was like, why is it that they want us to wear this mask? But if you go to see the scientists, they're wearing these heavy gears or something, right? Someone said that, uh, it's like a bartender. If a bartender is giving you shots, right? But if if he drinks a shot with every customer, it's gonna be too much on him. You see that? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if you wear a weak mask, that's fine. But these people are, you know, we are dealing with heavy doses. So we need super heavy gears, you see? So that mask that we give you, it's fine. because. People were like, why is it that they, in the science stuff, they wear these other, you know, they wear these, like, you know, a lot of stuff, but they want us to wear cloth masks. Oh, yeah, the cloth yeah. mask does it. So, yeah, you can tell, like, ah, ah, look, it's their opinion. It's in, the, you know, social media, people have freedom to say whatever they say. But uh, we as people should now filter to say, what is this guy talking about? And, uh, should we follow this or you can't just follow everything blindly because uh people they just say things and some things are are like i don't know like some other things they just don't make sense or something they look like they make sense but it's just an opinion of people so i do understand so yes people can say whatever they want to say but uh you know wearing masks like uh you know i work in a hospital setup in uh on social media, you see people saying that, ah, there's no COVID. Where are people with COVID or something like that? Like, you know, people will be like, who has COVID? And in the hospitals, we see people dying of COVID. Like, you know, it's a different setup now. Like, you see real people with the real, like, the COVID. 
and it's different if it's someone that you know or it's someone who died so, like you know there are some healthcare workers who died from COVID, like who we knew where you had to delete a contact from your phone because someone is dead you see that's personal now mm-hmm. that for someone to just like uh say there is no covid because they don't know anyone who had covid yeah but people they can they say, you know people can just say yeah there's no covid because they've never made it direct yeah so yeah so it's people's opinion and i do respect it but i just feel like we have to just feel that to see what is this guy saying it should be taken not yeah it's important that you highlight the mental side of medicine because that goes on to another question uh that i have now you are in a study group a bible study group comedians with doing bible yes. study right is that the name and I, i remember you mentioned it in the last podcast yes so the situation you spoke of now uh how do you deal with that like mentally do you like is your support structure the bible or do you like have a support structure way as people you speak with just to like kind of feel okay. peace but that is cool okay so yeah i do okay i get your question because uh okay so uh i'm human as well and i can't get covid you see there's that thing of saying there's a fear of everything but uh because i'm a scientist now and uh, like we have been having these precautionary measures like obviously we do precautions some of my colleagues they had covid and uh yeah they had to go home you know that like 14 days came, came back to work so those things they do happen and okay so you get that where you are afraid you're like okay what if i get covid something but uh according to the seniors in the profession who studied COVID. okay i work in a diagnostic lab so we have two types of medicine there's diagnosis what we do is diagnosis we test do you have covid or do you not have covid then we have people who are in the research side of, of uh, the medicine where they research to see what can be the cure what's happening you see that that's another side so those people they told us that uh, if you are a young person and you are active you might have covid you might be asymptomatic and you will be fine so that's one of the things that would you know settle me like okay i think i'm fine i won't have covid that severe unless let's say cuz covid if people who had like underlying conditions like diabetes or cancers or something it will be too heavy on them and some might even die and also if they are elderly but if you're young like okay you can have you, can, you have like you know a few days of being down but you'll be fine so okay uh with the bible part is that uh, i grew up in a christian setup my mom she's a strong christian yeah. so uh, yeah there is that time where you have to pray look up to god and say look god uh, you know you are like you know the the rest you know i go to work every day i don't know when i'm gonna get covid or stuff like that but still you know we try and uh work through it one day at a time yeah and it's a credit to you for keeping 
set up to keep doing it uh, every day, even more so when you experience setbacks, as many in the medical field do, because as you mentioned, everybody in the medicine field, they are human after all, and there are connections yeah. with patients, even though it's not, I wouldn't say not wanted, even though it's not really something every doctor, nurse, medical scientist wants to do. There's just that human side of us that just sees something and then instantly connects with us. And then if the worst case scenario does happen, uh, that person passes away and then just dealing with that afterwards, both, me- both mentally and just every way so it's important that you have a support structure as you mentioned that the religion plays a big part in your life so yeah anything that helps you uh uh, when you got into the medical scientist grind right was there like an adjustment period that you needed from studying to going into it professionally. Okay, so uh, you see what I mean now is, um, I'm glad with you asked that question. So if you look my YouTube now, I've, uh, I have a YouTube page where I explain how this medical lab science work in South Africa, right? So what happens is that, um, uh, there's a lot of universities, like the um, universities, they offer what we call a BSc, a Bachelor of Science in medical, like medical science. That is different from the one that I did, which is is called the Bachelor of Health Science in medical laboratory science. So a lot of people who do BSCs in medical science, they after their degree, like four years or three years, they end up not finding employment because they are not registered with uh, a health board. Because uh, we have the health board, it's called the Health Profession Council of South Africa, right? So if you look on my YouTube, there's a, there's a, there's a video that I, like, I've been posting videos about, uh, about my profession, because I've been trying to help people. Because a lot of grade 12s, they get to do BSCs and stuff, and people they get stuck after the end because they have a qualification but they don't know where to work, right? Because basically it's like I don't wanna say it's it's something that is it's more research based. It's different from what I did, which is like practical, hands-on based. So those things are not like uh they're not affiliated with the with the South African board. So it does, you won't get employed in a, in a in a laboratory, you won't work in a lab. So a lot of people have been asking like, we have a BSc, where do we work and stuff like that. So that motivated me to do that video. So if you look in the comments, like I have like over, I don't know, 40, 50 comments of people with BSCs and they don't know what to do. So uh, so the one that I did now, it's uh, it's from, from CPUT, the Cape Peninsula University. It's called, uh, it's a honors degree. It's a four-year course, uh, Bachelor of uh, Health Science in Medical Laboratory Science. 
So this one is affiliated with the Health Professional Council of South Africa. It's a four-year course. The last two years, so the, you, the first year and the second year is mainly theory. And the last two years, you are working in a lab. So it's not really, there's no really adjustment because by the time you graduate, you're already employed, you're already, uh, you're already in, a, in the workplace that you will be working like for the next, I don't know how many years. So there's a few of us that uh, once, by the time you graduate, you have been employed. So the lab that I trained in is the lab that I've been working out for the past two years since I got qualified. So I graduated December 2018. So then I started working like 2019, the 1st of January. But I've been working in that lab from 2017, you see that. So there's two years that you have been a student, then, uh, so by the time you graduate, you're almost like, so it's not really a theory-based uh, qualification, it's like hands-on. Because it's difficult to to train someone to see something abnormal, like, because my decision, if I look under a microscope and I say, you see this patient is cancer, right? And I release that result. Uh, most likely, there is no one else to question that. You see that. And if I say that patient is is cancer, there is a lot of views. There is a lot of uh, insurance because you know cancer is difficult to maintain and stuff like that. So, from that decision that I made, there is a lot of expense to the patient. There is a lot of trauma. You know, emotional stuff like you know you to telling a patient that look we found something cancerous in you and they start thinking I'm gonna die and there's a lot of medical abuse and stuff like that. So it's difficult to train someone to be in a position of giving such decisions which can change people's lives. Right on. You see that? So that's why it's more practical and hands-on based. So they train you, train you, train you. It's like intensive training for the best two years. So that you are an independent person who can, like, you know, because you've like, in a matter of minutes, you have to say no, this patient is normal. Or imagine a patient who's, uh, let's say, a patient who has cancer, and we miss that, and we say no, this is a normal patient. Maybe it's just malaria. That's not okay because it's something that we would have. Uh, caught earlier and we would have made treatment and you know save someone's life but if we miss that someone is going to have like a shorter life you see that so you need to have such intensive training so they try they give intense training to get to where you are an independent person and your decision is fine that's quite deep stuff that's deep stuff i'll take this moment just let everybody know that you can find this podcast on youtube and every podcast platform for, for apple users and android users you'll find mr masango's link to his youtube channel you can check out the video in the description down below i'll link the video that he spoke about explaining all those things in 
greater detail so you can just check that out as well and give him a subscribe i'm sure you'll like his content that he creates and he's been creating content quite a lot this week i know because i'm subscribed it's important that you see the change in the last answer uh what is the one thing or if there's a few things that working in medical science that change the way you look at things the way you do things is there a lesson that you learned while on the job basically okay so did you see when you are when you work so the way we work like uh, you know as a the labs or medicine we don't we don't there's no off days we work 24 hours 7 days a week do you know that so i'm not saying there's no off days we work like a relay you see like uh if i'm done with my shift i end over to the next person and the next person ends over you see that so uh from being a student you know you are like in your own personal space and uh, then when you go into such a work environment where you need people to number one confide in you and you know because uh you need to be a person that that is like you know dependable like you know there's a transition from being a student to being a like an independent scientist so i like there was like i had a glitch in trying to transition because you know being a student you feel like there's a supervisor on top of you right someone who's like seeing okay did you do that did you do that did you do that but then when you transition now you are supposed to be independent you're supposed to think okay look if i do this thing the next person how is the next person going to feel so like you know working in a team and also being independent you know those things like yeah that was a huge shift for me but uh, eventually i you know you get to that point where you are able to work with people and uh, like you know you work with people but also you need to work as an individual as well because uh, you need to be you need to be able to give something like with confidence and you need your yeah like your bosses or something to be able to confide in you so like when you're working weekends uh, when i work weekends i'll be like the only person there like all the only scientists who's there and uh, i don't have anyone to say look i'm not sure about this diagnosis you see is it a yes or is it a no you understand so being left in charge of such decisions you need to be able to work as an individual and also to work in a team like is it is like playing soccer like you play with a team but when it's one to one one on one with the goalkeeper you need to be an individual you need to attack alone you see that so basically that's how it works like i feel like yeah you know it's you need to be able you need to be quick so <laughs> this is good advice this is good advice you're giving throughout this podcast so is the anything anybody that's interested in getting into medicine is there anything that you feel that they should know 
before throwing themselves into medicine. Okay. Uh, okay, so, you know, those things that we see on, uh, like, Grey's Anatomy, other series and stuff, things don't work like that. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, because in the real world, things are hectic, things are tough. But uh, you need to be able to, you know, you need to be able to have, like, passion for whatever you want to do. If you feel like, you know, this is what I need to do, it's, you you enjoy, like, okay, I do enjoy that, like, when I'm at work, sometimes it gets personal, let's say, um, you know, where you find, like, uh, a young kid, let's say, a two-year-old, like, getting COVID or diabetes or something, that's like, you know, you start feeling like, no, you know, getting attached to the patient and stuff like that. That's sad because we are humans. Like you feel like, oh yeah, we are animals after all. So you know, you feel like you know we try to take care of our young ones. So it's you know you get attached and stuff like that. But it's something that you learn that hey, things happen and life, life is so fragile. It's yeah, so yes, there is like you know they stress it to work and stuff, but it's something that if you enjoy it, I feel like you have a good time, and that'll that's something. Just as I've enjoyed it, doing. Ah. Let's do that again. Just as I've enjoyed this podcast. Uh, before we wrap up, is there anything you would like to speak about? Is there anything we didn't cover yet? No, I think uh, I think we did cover everything. Thanks for having me. That was a good time. <laughs> Anytime. So I realized that uh, someone told me that uh, you know I'm actually like the only YouTuber or in South Africa who does my course because. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because like it's said that uh, people like there is there's this thing that has been going on on Twitter. It's called BSC is a scam because people they qualify with BSCs mm-hmm. like in science, but they don't get employed. Yeah. The thing is, yeah. So it's said that uh, when people get into varsity, like you get there, you just like yeah, I want to get this, or you don't know what you're. You are qualifying for you think that every degree can can open doors but the real life is it's not like that like i feel like there is need for information to go out there so thanks for for like you know talking to uh to me like this and i hope that it's gonna help someone like people should yeah listen. i hope so i hope so i hope so because uh, yeah it's sad. It's really sad that you spend four years in university and uh, you spend a lot of money because university is expensive. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you from a poor background, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, then after four years, then you have to now, I don't know, you know, be unemployed or do something else. Then why did mm-hmm. you even go there? Mm-hmm. You see, because time is money as well. Yeah. So I do appreciate. Thanks for this time. Thanks for getting no into problem. this. That's thank you. Thank you for doing the podcast with me. 
And you can find Mr. Masango on Instagram and on YouTube. I'll put every link that gets to him in the description down below. And you guys know how in every show I say without you, there's no me. I'm going to do it differently. Today we end the show with saying without you and without me the person that's keeping people alive is Mr. Masango. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah. also without you guys without you guys coming to the hospital there is no ass. So, <laughs> okay, we're all in it together. Yeah, Thank you for chilling and have an excellent week and stay safe and remember even though you don't see him in the hospitals listen to him that's Mr. Oh. Sango oh. Cheers. Oh, okay. Thanks.